Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Good morning, everybody. This is Dennis Burns. Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. This is this week's version. I'm sitting in Concordia Parish, uh, sun shining. We had a had a pretty good rain on Wednesday, and then when last night we had another big rain. Uh, I know at my house in South Tensaw, I had uh, two and a half inches. It stormed pretty good there for daylight, and uh, I talked to Kylie Miller just a minute ago, and she said she had had about that much at her house in uh, in North Concordia. So it's pretty big rain around. Uh, we're looking good now. North Tensaw and up through north up Madison, and they didn't have as much. Some of it I don't think had hardly anything. So uh, I don't know what they had this morning. So anyway, but we're uh, we're sitting here, and I'm, we've got a, a pretty good podcast. We think it's going to be kind of a mix today. Uh, with not a whole lot going on with the rain. Everybody's kind of out of the field. Uh, got a few little things about bugs and, and irrigation and some nitrogen stuff, but uh, we've got a special guest right now. We've got Dr. Tara Smith. She is the Central Region Regional Director for the Ag Center. She's based out of uh, Alexandine Lee, Dean Research Station in Alexandria. She's also a sweet potato specialist, and she's she takes care of all the sweet potatoes and People call her when they have problems, and uh, she's been doing that a long time. I guess I've known her a long time. Uh, I met her when um, I helped her dig sweet potatoes when she was in grad school. Part of her project, I guess. All I knew was we were digging potatoes. But um, no, Dr. Smith, are you you there? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thanks, Dennis. I appreciate that introduction. And uh, yeah, we've been working together a long time, and I appreciate the opportunity to. Just have a few minutes to, to visit with everybody today. All right. Well, good. Well, we got you got a big event coming up in uh, the 27th, I think, of June. Uh, that's the Dean Lee Field Day and Ag Expo. Uh, that's kind of why I need, got you on here. Tell us, tell us what you got planned and what's going to go on. Well, sure, sure. And again, I appreciate the opportunity to give everybody just a little bit of background. Um, we've got the LSU Ag Center Field Day and Expo. This is the second annual event of this kind. It is planned for June 27th, and it will be held at the Dealey Research and Extension Center at Alexandria, Louisiana. Um, The state evacuation shelter will be kind of ground zero for that event, if you will, um, where we'll uh, meet and mingle under our registration uh, and actually hold the expo portion of the event. Um, As I I mentioned, this is the second annual event. Last year, this event was held in Winsboro. Uh, in the northeast region and we had a really good response and um what you're what you're seeing with this event is is the ag centers um i guess kind of repurposing or or, or a different vision that we have for for trying to reach out and and meet the needs of our clientele and reworking our historical field day model so you know there's there's a lot going on with this event um we're really excited about it well good uh what are some of the events i know you're going to have a field tour and and most of our listeners are farmers. So what, what, give me, tell me kind of what's on the field tour. You got any ideas for what stops or what you're going to talk about? Sure, sure. So this is kind of an all-inclusive event, just to give a little bit more background about what we're trying to do here. So last year, of, of course, the event focused on field crops, you know, being in the Northeast region and, and, and you know, with a, having a large footprint for, for cotton and corn and, and beans and other field crops in, in that area. 
Um, the same could be said for Central Louisiana, so we're certainly still going to have that focus. But as many of you know or may not know, uh, the Dingley Research Station is a hub also for beef cattle and forage research in the state. And so we have incorporated a beef cattle uh, livestock component and forage component to this year's event. And we'll also have a, a horticulture um, component to the event where, where we've got a horticulture seminar planned. In addition to those three tracks, we've got a nutrition workshop that's going to focus on a variety of different areas. I can mention those. And then a, then a youth development and, and 4-H area where we're inviting um, you know, all the kiddos to come out and, and join us and see what 4-H is about. We'll have a mini farm and, and things of that nature. So specifically for the field crops, what we're going to focus on this year is corn planting dates and seeding rates, insect pest resistance and BT crops, weed management, and field crop diseases. So a lot of your specialists that you, that we have domiciled not only in the central region but in the northeast region are going to be on the program and are going to be focusing on that. Okay. Well, that sounds like a, 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 a packed day. You've got some, a little something for everybody. The farmers can come out and go to the field day and the maybe the livestock. Uh, and then you've got something for kids, like you say. It's sounds like y'all thought this out and got a, got a pretty good event planned. Yeah, I mean, we really we really want to see it as a uh, as a one stop shop and a family event, if you will. Um, you know, we've got a lot planned in, in a short amount of time. The registration is going to kick off about two thirty that afternoon. Um, the field tours will start at three p.m. and those will occur simultaneously. So we'll have a field crop track where you can jump on the trailers and, and go see what we have to, to show in regards to our research updates um, with the information that I've already touched on. And at the same time, those that are interested in seeing some of the beef cattle and forage research, um, they'll have an opportunity to kind of go a different direction uh, and hear updates at that time. The horticulture seminar that I alluded to uh, will also start at 3 p.m. that day over in our conference room at Kingley Station. Um, that horticultural event is going to focus on LSU Agster super plants, edible landscaping, water conservation, and landscaping with native plants. So we're real excited about that. But yeah, it's a, um, we're, we're wanting and, and trying to publicize this and market it to, to as many people as possible and, and really just provide an all-inclusive snapshot of what the LSU Ag Center has to offer across both the Northeast and the Central regions. Um, that's one thing that I didn't mention. This is a, this, this event, it has been, um, planned and supported by both regions so dr melissa cater and i have worked real closely on it together and then dr donnie miller and dr trey price and dr daniel stevenson uh your respective research coordinators across the stations in both of those regions have worked real closely with us as, as well as other agents and specialists um that have come together to, to help support this event and, and try to really put a focal event you know in place uh to meet the needs hopefully of our, of our clientele and stakeholders and, and we're real hopeful that, that a lot of our farmers and, and consultants will come out and, and support this okay well good well that sounds good you go you know we come in the afternoon do some tours hear some hear some talks and then uh then go you're gonna have a little vendor area where they can go talk to some of the representatives from companies and stuff and then then eat eat supper that's that sounds like a pretty good afternoon just kind of cover everything with the whole family Right, right. So everything, as you mentioned, is going to culminate in the industry expo. And this was something new that was added last year. And, and really what, you know, um, lets this be a, you know, a, a showcase event, if you will. Um, we're working with our industry partners and, and, our, and our other state agencies, if you will, and, and trying to bring everybody together. So, so the expo portion 
will feature some equipment. It, it will feature some, uh, you know, seed and, and uh, different uh, uh, chemical technologies, if you will, that are used in production agriculture in different aspects. And, and also we'll have a horticulture component with some small equipment and, and home and lawn garden type aspects, if you will. Uh, and then we'll also have some booths set up highlighting different LSU Ag Center programs, such as the Precision Agriculture Team and our Master Farmer, Master Cattleman uh, Program, and Master Gardener Programs. And then, um, as I mentioned, other state agencies have also gotten on board and are participating in this event. So, so you'll be able to visit with and network with representatives from LDAF, um, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, uh, USDA NRCS, and USDA FSA, um, and so you know again, uh, just a, just a lot of programs, and, and hopefully an opportunity where, where all of those that have a vested interest in Louisiana agriculture can come together and, uh, with this with this special event that we have planned. Um, well, good. Well, you've talked a lot about a lot of things going on down there, a lot of things, but I'm kind of disappointed. You're the state sweet potato specialist, but you hadn't mentioned sweet potatoes yet, or. <laughs> well, I've got on I've got on a different hat this morning talking to you about the Field Day Expo. But as far as sweet potatoes, you know those those have an important footprint in Northeast Louisiana, and I know we've got a lot of Northeast Louisiana farmers on the call. Um, you know, the sweet potato industry is, um, is is hopefully poised to realize a good year. We certainly need a good year, uh, just like all other aspects of, of production agriculture. Uh, we think acreage is going to be slightly down this year, um, but. There's a lot of new technologies, a lot of new things, um, you know, coming down the pipeline. And, you know, some of our focus is still, you know, trying to improve production efficiency and, and try to see, if, you know, how we might can get some of the cost of production down for sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are, are one of the most uh, profitable crops to produce in Louisiana, but also one of the most expensive due to the high labor requirements. So, but we do have a, you know, a special, uh, our annual sweet potato field day planned, and that will be held August 22nd uh, in conjunction with Black Gold Farms uh, there in Delhi, Louisiana. So we're really excited about that, and, and we'll be getting some information out about that in the near future as well. But I do appreciate you giving me just a few minutes to talk about our, you know, uh, couple of comments uh, about sweet potatoes. So. Well, you know, we all like to eat sweet potatoes, so well, we got to grow them. So. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's yeah. right. All right. Well, if you got any, you got any final thoughts about the expo you want to share before we get off? Just, just yeah, I really just appreciate the opportunity, Dennis, to, to visit with with everyone. And if there's any questions, uh, I know you can tell everybody how to get in touch with me. As you mentioned, uh, my primary domicile now is down in Alexandria at the Big Lake Station. Um, but, but you're welcome to put my cell phone number, you know, out here or people can just reach out to you and get that information. I think the main things to remember are that it's, it's going to be June 27th. We're going to get, uh, you know, kicked off about 2.30 that afternoon and we'll go until a, a meal that evening. And, uh, there's something for everybody and, um, focusing on, on not only our production agriculture and A&R programs in the Ag Center, but also our, our 4-H and youth development and nutrition programs and, uh, Hopefully, um, you and your family can come out and, and see what the Ag Center has to offer, and, and we appreciate everybody's continued support. All right. Well, good deal. Well, we appreciate you coming on to the podcast, and we'll be talking to you, I'm sure, sometime this summer. We'll have to talk about sweet potatoes some more. So we appreciate it, Dr. Smith. All right. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Have a great weekend. All right. I do. Thank you. All right, everybody. Now we've got them. Had Dr. Smith talking about the Dean Lee Field Day, and now we got uh, this is your regular crew. We got 
Kylie's in, in here. Well, actually, Kylie and I are sitting in the same office <laughs> in Vidalia and R.L. I don't know where R.L. is. He could be Tallulah. Oh, he's in Madison. He's always in Madison. He's always in Madison. He never does go to East Carroll. They go, they go. Well, you don't like them. there every morning and every evening. Oh, so that, 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 oh is that count? That helps. That helps a little bit. I catch things coming and going. There you go. Okay. Well, all right. Well, what we're going to, we're going to kind of just chat like we always do. Uh, I think, uh, you know, what are you seeing or what are you thinking about up there, R.L. in Madison and East Carroll? Well, you know, everything's kind of beginning to come out, begin to grow a little bit. We got some dry weather, uh, got things planted, everything's looking good been kind of talking with some of these folks or really encouraging folks especially on this cotton and rice to uh to look at reference strips you know especially where they're coming in putting those second third shots of uh of nitrogen and they're guessing you know if you had uh, your, your reference strips already laid out in a field you know you know okay i got a i got a a strip here that that nitrogen is not the limiting factor on production so how much more i kind of use that to judge how much more nitrogen i may need to put out in the future or or do i have enough out already maybe uh one of the things we've been really kind of looking at uh and going from there uh insect levels i hadn't heard of anything as anybody else Oh, uh, well, we had scout school this morning, and I talked to Steve, and he said that uh, red banded stink bugs are starting to show up in R3 and R4 soybeans. Um, they're, they're just building up right now, not at treatable levels, but people do need to start being aware um, that they could be starting to pick up some red bandits in their checks. So. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. I hadn't heard anything up on this end about it. I'm sure they're here, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we knew they were coming. We had such a very mild winter with uh, this year, you know, basically had no winter. So we knew the populations were going to begin to build on us. Uh, thank goodness we had the severe winter the year before to really take them down. That's helped us a bunch yeah. uh, with with this level. Any other insects we've been hearing? I haven't heard of anything, be honest, guys. Not, uh, not much activity here either. Okay. Uh, what about gardening questions? You getting any of those, Kylie? Yeah, I have. I have had three calls this week on blossom in rot. And um, what that is, is it's kind of like a black leathery uh, rotten spot on the underside of your tomatoes. That's where the blooms kind of take in on that end. Um, and what it's caused by is just poor calcium uptake. Um, that could be a pH problem, could be a lack of calcium. You could be... Uh, water could be a limiting factor on that um, but um, you know the recommendation on that's going to be to use a calcium chloride spray you can use it once a week or you could side dress with some calcium nitrate um, but I would also recommend getting a soil sample and uh, trying to get yourself ready for next year so but yeah we've had a lot of calls on on blossom in rot this week so uh, do you anticipate calls maybe in the following days with Buckeye rot after this rain? Absolutely. We had a good rain here. Well, we've had two and a half inches here in Concordia, uh, out, out at my place at least. And, uh, yeah, that, I suspect that one will be one that will come up this week, especially with the rain. So, Hey, 
y'all were fortunate if y'all got rain. <laughs> we got anywhere from a half inch to an inch is all I'm really seeing around Madison this year. As I make that statement, somebody's going to call me and tell me if they got more than that. But as general rule, we did not get the rain that y'all got. Y'all uh, usually get more than we do for some reason, but I guess with it coming from the south or the gulf this time, we got a little yeah. bit luckier. So. But uh, I did hear at Scout School that some people got as much as three inches or better. So, um, but we were we were lucky that that rain couldn't have came at a better time. Um, you know that that just hit us just right. So we're glad to have it. Yeah, I bet we had already started irrigating. You know, some corn, uh, even our peanuts. We had had to start water. Uh, but like I said, best I can measure, especially where I had some sensors out, we got like a half inch on one field and guessing about an inch on another field. Mm-hmm. And what's really surprising, these sensors, this is setting up at least where I'm at. Sensors could be very critical this year, those moisture sensors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really interesting over the years, and I think Dennis can attest to this too, as we've looked at these sensors. You know, we used to think, man, if we could just get a one inch rain, how much good that would do us what i'm seeing with sensors a one inch rain just barely gets the top six inches wet yeah yeah it doesn't really give us that deep soaking rain that we need i think it it cools things down makes things kind of liven up especially uh, at least i was thankful for the cooling and all right now that we're tossing and milking in this corn Mm -hmm. but uh but, but moisture sensors is a great tool i think everybody needs to be looking at them yes they're they're not cheap, but there's ways to manage them to where you can manage, you know, several hundred acres with one set of sensors. You don't have to have one in every field. Uh, so if anybody's interested in moisture sensors, please give us a call. We'll be yeah, glad and, to and pipe them visit with you and work with them. Because, uh, like I said, they're they're not a they're not a cure all, but they're a great uh, tool to have in the toolbox to let you know. And uh, some of my guys were looking at those, especially my guys on the peanuts we're looking at them man we got this forecast for rain we're gonna hold off water uh one of the times that it it didn't pay out but usually you know with the forecast we had we should have gotten plenty of rain but Mm -hmm. we did not but i'm sure the wells are running by now yeah well we were really lucky here and and just to kind of add in on what you said uh, you know if anybody needs any help or has any questions about about pipe planter um, yes. def- definitely reach out. Um, we can help you get started with that. So. Okay. Uh, is, is it time for the question of the week? I think yeah, so. I think we need a question of the week. Okay. Well, and I got I got a phone call yesterday, uh, and I know um, I know Kylie, and I know you've gotten some. Okay. My question was: a Lady called me. She said, "What about hemp? I want to raise hemp." <laughs> what do you what do you know? You, golly, you've been keep, keeping up with it. What you know? Uh, well, right now the answer is no. But uh, but what, what we can tell you is that uh, Governor John Bill Edwards he he signed a bill into law yesterday that regulated the growth of industrial hemp, and it also says it paves the way for licensed re- retailers to le- legally sell hemp derived products that include CBD oil. So. Um, the lawmakers are definitely busy down there in Baton Rouge, and I think it's something that, you know, that's coming, and I expect us to get a lot of questions about that. And hopefully 
um, you know, in the future we can grow some on the station. So to show oh, everybody. Yeah. So. We we, we want to be we want to be right there with them, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Talking about hemp, I, and I guess I, I I seen the right thing. Hemp, you don't you 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 plant it in the greenhouse and then transplant it. It's transplants, correct? Okay, because I seen something on uh, Facebook where a guy was riding what looked like an old one row potato setter mm-hmm. and transplanting or watermelon planter, transplanting hemp. So. From what I've understand, well, we, what Dennis and I have been told that the seed is is isn't cheap. Um, something around what three dollars or six dollars a seed. Yes, it's uh, per seed. Per seed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hopefully that will come down some by the time we want to be interested in it. Well, but, I'm, I'm fixing to walk out on a limb here. Uh, if it's that, will the hemp go to seed in our area? You know, make that question first and then can we save the seed or is that a question to be answered later i have no idea never done it i did i did hear a couple days ago that with our weather for cb this is for cbd oil cbd production we could make two maybe three crops in a year okay so it's interesting it's kind of like these peanuts you know it's interesting. It's, it's something new we've never dealt with. So you're waiting in that water and holding their hand and see where it goes. Yeah, the the market uh, is definitely there for it. Everywhere you look and read, you know, I see CBD oil for sale or you know something like. I mean, they sell it at the gas station I buy gas at. So you know. Okay, I got. I, I'm kind of the dummy in the group on this hemp. Okay, uh, I got another question. Okay. <laughs> Y'all talking about the seeds? What is it? C C C D B oil? C B D. Yeah. C B D oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. I reckon when I hear of hear the word hemp, my mind goes back to the old hemp rope, the grass rope, the grass strings we use for years in baler twine and stuff. Is this the same type hemp, or is this something totally different? I think it's the same type hemp. It's depends on you know how it's i really don't know the difference but if it's a variety or if it's how it's harvested or what you know from that point but but yeah that would be the same hemp so So we're growing this one kind of like this medical marijuana yeah or the old yeah it's gonna be this there it's it's just like anything else there'll be a variety for fiber you know that will be grown and baled you know make rope and there'll be a variety for uh CBD oil, which will be, you know, it's be like every other crop, be a specialized variety. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Y'all teach me something as we go through this. Well, yeah. hey. <laughs> you know, we'll get we'll get some we'll get some seed next year. We'll have them on the station. We'll have a big sign out on the station. How about that? <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to put up a sign that says, "This is hemp, not pot." That's it. Yeah. Well, we do that too. You know. I don't know. I keep. I have to look at every plant. Somebody may decide to intermingle some. Well, that may be true too. Now, but every time I ask for seed, you know, every time it gets close and people calling me, and I'll call back. I'll call down there and ask. I, I need some. We need some for the station. They tell me not yet, not yet. But be patient. So. Be patient. Yep. They right. telling the Rockefeller to be patient. That's well. That's true. You know. <laughs> um, okay. Couple last things before we knock off for this week. Um, June the twenty sixth, 
is the Rice Research Field Day in Crowley. Uh, June 27th is the Field Day in Ag Expo in Dean Lee, and that's in an afternoon. Crowley is in the morning. Um, July the 9th is the Northeast Research Station Row Rice uh, and Soybean Tour, and then July the 18th is the Northeast Louisiana Rice Field Day in Marouge. That's kind of all the the upcoming events that I know of as far as the ag side goes. So uh, you should be caught up to date, everybody. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess. As always, though, you know, give us a call. If you've got any suggestions, any topics you'd like to hear us beat around the bush and give you some answers for, uh, contact Dennis Burns, R.L. Frazier, or Kylie Miller. Sounds good. Well, I think it's time to sign off now. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. R.L. All right. See y'all next week. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.